0: Hey, everybody, producer Carl here from Cheap Smut. And thank you so much for joining us in this, the second week that we are dipping into the Smutco Industries vault and re-releasing one of our favorite episodes from the first season of Cheap Smut. And this week we have what was our sixth episode, The Pitcher's Assistant by Jessica Kane. And it was a special episode for a variety of reasons. Uh, It was the first time, That we had a guest on the show, my co-host on my other podcast, Put Me in Coach. And that's kind of why we're actually re-releasing this episode this week, because Put Me in Coach is coming back this week. So we thought it would be a nice way to sort of cross promote and celebrate and slot this one in. We were going to put this one out again anyway, but we figured what the heck, we'll we'll do it this week. Uh we, I'm also in the show notes if you check it out, there will be a link to put me in coach and specifically there I'm going to point out an episode where Katie joined us on an episode of Put Me In Coach. So if you want to see what that's like and hear a, a familiar, another familiar voice uh, in addition to my co-host Matt's voice uh, you'll be able to hear Katie and, and, and feel that sort of comfort because her voice brings me comfort too so I hope it brings you some as well. Oh and, and also we have uh, this episode also inspired our first bit of bone con or bonus content uh, wherein we, we created an episode based on a Reddit post um, somebody read I think all forty-eight Jessica Kane novels. Uh, we'll link to that as well in the show notes, and you can go check out the bonus episode, which has all of the magnificent uh, earmarks of what makes a Jessica Kane novel. So, thank you very much for joining us, and with that, please enjoy the pitcher's assistant. I don't, I don't particularly care. Uh, Matt likes to burp on our podcast. Do You care if he burps on our podcast? I don't give okay. a shit.
1: <laughs> considering some of the stuff that we get to, we we get into when we talk about the content of these books burps is the least of my problems hello and welcome to another episode of cheap smut my name is Katie Mizell and
0: my name is Carl Mizell
1: and this is a podcast where I read smutty books and tell my husband about them. It's fantastic. And then
0: I react and respond in real time for your fun and entertainment. Yes. How are you?
1: Um, I'm good. Today was a good day. It's been a good week the most adorable thing just happened to me upstairs when I was putting our son to bed. um, We do this call and response thing every night before I put him to sleep. I give him three kisses on the forehead. And then I say, good night, buddy. And he says it back. I say, I love you. He says it back. And I say, sweet dreams. And he says it back. But he was already snoring by the time (laughs) I left, by the time I was done singing the the lullaby. I sing him every night and I kissed him and I said, good night, buddy. And he said it back in his sleep. He is so trained in doing this call and response every night that he does it whether he's awake or not. It's so fucking cute. You get
0: him well trained. Yes. You get him well programmed. Mm. That's adorable. I sometimes wish that I partook in that portion of the bedtime routine but then whenever I do I'm like I'm glad I don't participate in this part of the bedtime routine. Uh, Especially with our daughter. But uh,
1: It's my favorite part. The snuggles and the singing and the quiet. That is nice. With the older one he'll tell me just like random crap yep just, he'll just tell me stuff that he thinks i need to know yep and it's always half unintelligible because he's got that mushy mouth i'm sure mm. when he goes to kindergarten they're going to be like he needs to go to the speech therapist yeah. and i'm going to be like probably
0: but then i'd argue that he t- once told me that s is the number purple mm-hmm. so you know,
1: S is the letter purple. I S believe. Is the,
0: no, he, no, he. It was all three different things. Oh. He was completely, yeah. completely off base on S all is the of them. Number purple. Speaking of quiet, our, our, we have a special guest who has been very we quiet. We uh, He's been very quiet, except for that laugh right at the top when you were trying to introduce <laughs> the show. Uh, the, the the laughter that you're hearing in the background uh, comes courtesy of a uh, a designer, an artist, an entertainer, uh, an all around good person, like yes. you said uh before we you know recorded Uh, a friend of both of ours and my co-host on our baseball podcast put me in coach Matt Coggins hi Matt
2: hey thanks for having me I've never been a guest on a podcast before so once you guys started the show I realized like oh shit I am should I say something should I make any noise (laughs) whatsoever I don't know what a guest does (laughs) I think that went just fine okay I
0: think it's fine. We talked about it at the end of the last episode. We made a TikTok about it. Um, it. It's fine. People people know you're coming. So, uh, yeah, you, you you and I, we, we've we known each other for well, as long as I've known Katie, which is almost 15 years mm-hmm. um, off and on. We attended college together uh, for for a little bit and then we just traveled in, in various circles. And then you and I were just like on Twitter one day. And we're like, uh, I want to start a podcast. Me, too. And uh, and so we did. What what, what yeah. did you tell me? So yeah, you're you're a designer and entertainer and you are you're from Michigan, but you're in New York City now, right?
2: That's correct. Yeah. Uh I grew up around the, the Flint area, went to college in Flint, so I've got a lot of Michigan roots, but I've uh lived in New York now for the past five years and uh Ooh, wow. I've converted into a secondary Mets fan because of it. And uh yeah, I work uh primarily in theater, which is where I've met these two fine folks, and um, it's nice to make a career out of it too. And uh, some days, some days it's not. <laughs> Depends <laughs> on the day. I,
0: I I I do enjoy your stories. Yeah. Um, when when you tell me that, you know, I don't want to blow your spot up and get, potentially get you in trouble. Our luck, there would be one person that works where you work and and hears it, this guy's and they go talking yeah. shit
2: about his job.
0: Yeah, fuck that guy. You're fired via f- get f- first person to get fired via podcast. I don't think it'd be reason... the first. I don't think it'd be the first. <laughs> <laughs> no, pro- no, probably not. Um, no, there's
1: too many shitty white men making podcasts.
0: Yeah. We're, it, it, we're mediocre at
2: worst. <laughs> at worst. <laughs>
0: Uh, the reason you're here is because the book that uh, the novella that Katie has selected for us this week uh, is a baseball-themed uh, smutty book, and it, we, it we thought it'd be fun to have you on in honor of because as of as of record today, yesterday was the opening day of Major League Baseball's uh, uh, 2023 season.
1: Yes, big Good day. For you.
0: Yeah, so uh, by the time that this uh, episode drops on uh, Monday, April 3rd, uh, we will have completed our first full weekend of Major League Baseball action, and hopefully the Tigers uh, can overcome the Rays at least once this weekend. Um, But if not, who will really be surprised? You won't.
1: I don't know anything about baseball, so I won't be surprised no
0: matter what happens. No, but you (laughs) do know a lot about smut. I do. An inexpensive smut at that. Yes. And And so the
2: thing that we don't know about is exactly (laughs) that's why educate you both
0: and I, I knew you would love coming I when I when I asked Matt to come on the podcast he would have said yes anyway I know he would have said yes, but he said yes, even faster when I was like you're gonna love it because unlike our show we have zero prep to do for this. We just yeah,
1: you guys just have to listen to me talk. That's we just all. sit
0: and react to the crazy shit that you're about to tell us <laughs> from the pitcher's assistant by Jessica Kane. So yes. why don't we just fucking get into it?
1: Oh, I just wanted to take one. Oh yeah, content warning. Thank at you. The top well, first top of the episode today is March 31st. It is Trans Day of Visibility, and there are currently 435 legislative measures being taken against our trans brothers and sisters in the United States. So if you have any. Uh, resources uh, available to donate your time your money anything that you can towards helping these these people overcome an incredible injustice that is being taken upon them every single day please do so i haven't donated anything this year because unfortunately our money is tight so best i can do is put it out into the world that this podcast is trans positive and trans friendly
0: Absolutely. And thank you for doing that. I, You're I, did, I did that. That was un, unplanned. I was not ready for that. So I apologize for stepping on you and be like, yeah, the content warning. <laughs> but uh, I completely second that.
1: Yeah, no, it's okay. And it's I, okay.
0: I, I know Matt thirds it. I third it.
1: Yay. There you go. Um, so for the, the actual content warning for this book. Um, <sighs> Daddy kink, a little bit choking. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing uh, super rough. Um, the, the The most I can the most I can say really is amoral and unethical okay. uh, decisions being made in the name of pussy. Like <laughs> general
0: general toxicity. <laughs> yeah, it's general funny. General toxicity. Yeah, choking actually made Matt choke on oh. his on his beer.
2: Oops. <laughs> I, I think it might have been the lag. It was mostly about daddy kink cause daddy I because daddy know yes. What daddy kink is? Is daddy oh my god. Okay. I, so I was gonna ask you before we got into this. Um,
1: so you are married correct yes um do either you or your spouse read romance novels
2: as a matter of fact my wife loves romance. yes
1: novels. what does she read do you know
2: um i don't know the titles offhand i know that it's a lot of the stuff that's on like kindle unlimited yeah like whatever whatever's at the library the kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, independent authors accessible yeah. as possible kind of stuff absolutely and romance and 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 uh she calls it smut smut so i think she'd, smut. she'd fit right hey. in here.
1: yes absolutely she would fit right in it is smut it is glorious um uh it is for all intents and purposes it is written pornography it is how most um women and feminine people prefer to absorb uh, um consume consume thank you their pornography is through the written word i guess um but it is it is growing. It's growing as a genre, and men are now much more active in the community, reading and writing. And uh, you guys are always welcome to read something. I I encourage you to go and ask uh, for a sample. Just ask her for a sample. Yeah.
0: I'm, I to- I totally would. I would totally dive into the Gilded Blood series that we covered. The Gilded Blood, uh, Blood series is really really good. Um, and I the, you you mentioned the 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 hockey one. Yeah. I mean, I want you to read that one for the show. I'm going to, but uh, that's that. I I can't wait to tell you about it. It's the the best premise ever (laughs) for a a a queer, actually gay, 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 uh, hockey uh, smut book. It's gonna be the best, but anyway, yeah. we'll talk about that when we get there. I Jessica, episode, okay, noted. Come
1: back, we could totally talk about gay hockey players. No, Please. noted.
0: Uh, so yeah, this is uh, called the pitcher's assistant. I've yes. said it about five times now by uh, Jessica Kane. Yes, give us a little background.
1: Um, okay, so first of all, we're gonna do the exercise that I do every single time I sit down and I read a Jessica Kane book. Just close your eyes, take a deep breath, and physically yeet the feminism out of your body <laughs> <laughs> because this is not a feminist book sometimes it's problematic it's problematic as fuck okay. this one is not the most problematic one i've ever read um by her or by anyone um <laughs> but uh it is problematic and um so Jessica, Kane, just to just to get into it a little bit, I googled her name earlier this week. I always do with all of our authors, just to make sure that I'm not accidentally supporting someone who does, you know, like terrible things. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I was in the Googles, I found a couple of uh, pieces of um, content. That uh, that really got me thinking about Jessa as a whole uh, because I have read a lot of her books. And I just wanted to give a quick shout out to these people. So, Katie Rose 295 on Reddit for their post I read 46 Jessica Novellas in two weeks, and here's what I learned. <laughs> And uh, books with Samantha on YouTube, uh, who just discusses Jessicaine and her her toxic men.
0: I want to do an episode on the for, on the, on the Reddit thread.
1: Oh my God, we should. <laughs> we should.
0: It. Maybe that's some uh, uh, as bone as uh, Matt likes to say. We'll do some bone con.
1: Oh my God, I would love to do some bonus content. I can go find it. I can read it to you guys at no, the end if you want, or something, no, or maybe just you and me.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. We don't want, I don't really want to, I don't want to monopolize uh, Matt's time because it's his anniversary week. <gasps>
1: Happy sure. anniversary to you! This is the best That's way to
2: fantastic. warm
0: up for it. <laughs> for sure, she is going to be very shocked <laughs> if you try to pull any of the stunts that you're about hey, to. I learned
2: some new moves from this book that I <laughs> heard about. I, would I not... heard about. Um,
1: so, Jessica Kane. Jessica Kane books. All Jessica Kane books are daddy kink books. Jessica Kane is writing. Essentially, she's writing the exact same scenario over and over and over again. It is a daddy kink uh toxic man very possessive controlling um they usually do something really really stupid like in the real world i would probably sit down with these heroines and be like honey maybe you shouldn't keep going out with the guy who hired a dozen bodyguards to follow you around campus (laughs) no like maybe you shouldn't keep seeing the guy who walked into the ocean because you broke up with him after he tried to control what you wear
0: well, first, the 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 twelve security guard thing is mm-hmm. is is alarming. Not so much for the toxicity, but for the just poor money management. <laughs> you could do so much. I mean, that can't be cheap. For a college it, campus, you, you could probably no. just
2: do two or three. At most. Yeah, yeah probably. probably. Um, you don't
0: need a full phalanx of.
1: But there, so there are a couple things to keep in mind with all Jessica Kane books, including this one. And I know that it's going to make all of us uncomfortable when we talk about it for the first time. So just to get it out there, all of her heroines are between the ages of eighteen and twenty two
0: okay hipPA
1: the the lead the lead female in this book is like 21 okay um and all of the men are significantly older they the secondary kink in these books is always size difference um so he is always very large and she is always tiny so just keeping that in mind they are all over 18 but this is a very specific kink we are dealing in okay and part of the fantasy is
2: a, a small woman and a large man
0: you 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 still have time to bail on this episode. If you want. <laughs>
2: I don't want to I don't want to cast too many aspersions on the author like obviously they they are putting art out into the world but yep. I have to ask on the average uh book how much do you kind of apply these kinks to what you believe the author might be personally into cuz this seems well, like a very specific thing. It's
1: very specific and with Jessica Kane I am if I had to guess would say that she or he um because most authors even if the woman if the name is female, a lot of romance authors are not women yet. yeah or they're like um there's a there's a fantastic author named Tiffany Roberts who is actually a husband and wife team who write okay. um together um it, it it's probably a very specific kink yeah. to, to Jessa I'm mm-hmm. guessing um or to the the audience that Jessa writes for um but it's a safe way to experience yes. that kink. Um, in this, in this case, it's a very specific subkink. It's called DDLG, means Dom, Daddy, Little Girl, not Little Girl like pedophilia. Little Girl mm-hmm. like I'm going to take care of you. You're my yeah. little girl, but also I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. Um, it's, uh, it, it can make people uncomfortable. It yeah. really, it really can, and I understand why. But r- we have to remember that in the in the world of kink, the actual. Human world of kink, anything is on the table as long as consent is applied and mm-hmm. discussed mm-hmm. in advance. So yep. stuff that would make us freak out and go, "Ew, you should see a therapist." This is how they get that therapy because yep. you know Absolutely. you can't you can't yep. always go to a therapist and be like, "I want to put on diapers" or whatever it is that they do. Yep. this is not a diapering book, but
0: and, and that's a frequent conversation that we have, and I'm sure you've had it at, at many points. I mean, given your theater background, is that you know this is a safe way to explore these topics that uh might are not necessarily safe to explore in the real world yeah so with all of that said and out of the all way of
1: that said yes let's just let's get into it okay heroin in this book is a woman named pippa weinstock she is a recent college graduate like i said she's 21 years old and she loves baseball she's loved it she was a child considered a very wholesome all-american uh gentle sport <laughs> Um, and she loves it so much that she decided that she was going to become a journalist, a sports journalist, so that she could be as close to the action as possible. And this is her first day on the job. She is working as an intern for a famous sports writer named Randy Carville or something. And she is going into the Astros locker room to interview the players post game. Locker room? Clubhouse? clubhouse? Clubhouse. Yeah,
0: that is the uh, preferred nomenclature.
1: So she goes into their clubhouse. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually really surprised that the Astros were named in this book yeah. because usually, usually in sports romances, if they are professional, like big four mm-hmm. sports, like athletes, they don't name a
2: team.
0: She they, um, she couldn't have picked a better team because this kind of shit would go on around the Astros. I think. <laughs>
2: Yeah, from everything not- we've we've covered about them, it's sort of like, yeah, I mean this would be probably a, a minor case in the Astros we, Clubhouse. We, we'd
0: never hear about this.
2: No,
1: probably not. But anyway, so she's going into the Astros Clubhouse. Um she is small and and innocent so innocent so innocent let's just get that out of the way right now <laughs> innocent to the point of naivete and when she walks in there she sees a bunch of naked half naked partially naked men and she flips around and she's like can, sir can you please tell them that a lady is present
0: oh, i'm, I'm no. sure that went, i'm sure that's yeah. going to go well <laughs>
1: and her boss is like you want to be a sports reporter you're gonna have to get used to being in a locker room with like half naked dudes i'm sorry She just
0: walks in dicks dicks dicks
1: <laughs> it's like dudes walking by and like just their jocks and stuff
0: no one does that i pro- just so everybody knows what the fuck?
1: I've, I've never been in a yeah. men's
2: locker rooms so i play well, multiple TV? sports the tv cameras are usually in there at least after the game so <laughs> yeah they can't be completely I- naked <laughs>
0: no but i mean i mean like in our like when we're just in between like kicking it you're like kicking it in the locker room or the clubhouse we're not walking around and just jocks and nothing else no one does that just so everybody knows no
1: the the ones where your butt hangs out the back
0: i just walk around with my ass hanging out
1: (laughs) (laughs) all the time
0: all the time
1: uh so she's she girds her she girds her loins to turn around and uh start to do her job but she never has to turn around because she is told not to turn around by the uh called the mmc or the male main character i'm not going to call him a hero because he's not heroic uh court malloy astros all-star pitcher he's taciturn grumpy and famously antisocial he has never given an interview
2: Whoa. in
1: his career <laughs>
0: <laughs> think I about just, that
2: can i just pause and say great baseball Please. name great
0: baseball oh, court right. malloy. yes isn't That's it really good it sounds it sounds like he and he, he sounds like he would play for the Astros. But like yep. when they wore those like tequila sunrise jerseys, the nuclear popsicle ones, you know, with the multiple colors, like back yeah. in the 80s,
2: the old school guy.
0: Yeah. Old
1: school. Yeah. Um, so he is, uh, he's currently in a slump. He is in a, uh, uh, he's been in a slump since the beginning of the season, but he is an all-star. He is a legend and he is a legend because he, this is the only baseball fact in the entire book. So enjoy boys. <laughs> he broke the record for shutouts before the age of 33.
0: That is a very, okay. That, that, that is a hyper-specific record.
1: It is. And it's so hyper-specific because I Googled this, the previous career record for shutouts was held by a man named Walter Johnson yeah. with a total of 110 career shutouts. He retired in 1927. Yes. So okay.
0: <laughs> Yep. Yep. That's why this, the- this
1: very fictional man is breaking a very fictional yeah. record. At this the point.
0: Uh, the, the, very, the the very fictional uh, well no it's a very real record. Walter Big Train Johnson was a real person. Walter uh, what? Big Train.
1: Big Train?
0: Yeah. Oh, I a Big train said
2: I love Big chain, that. and that meant something very too. different in my ears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, uh Walter Big Train Johnson, but uh this is one of the questions you asked me uh in preparation for this which is like something about breaking records now that i know what the record is this would never this is a record that will never be broken oh yeah probably <clears throat> not irl this yeah. will never be broken because baseball is not played the way it was played 100 years ago uh, so if anybody out there is listening and is like oh good for court it's bullshit there's no <laughs> way that a modern pitcher would ever uh, break that if a pitcher gets one shutout in a season it's a big deal these days oh. two Oh, man, I think like league leaders get what, like three a year, four a year nowadays because they but don't even pitch say
2: in... a shutout would mean a full nine inning game pitched. Right. Which exactly. Starters just don't do anymore, yep. which is
1: also bullshit uh, in terms of the actual functionality of the book because court is a closer. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, that's all right. We don't have to know about sports. We're not here for sports. Yeah, we're We're here for hard dicks.
0: No, it's exactly (laughs) it. I, 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 as soon as I was like, well, actually, baseball, and and I was like, nope we're here for the cocks. Let's go.
1: (laughs) So court just demands that the rest of his team put their clothes on. You just get dressed. And they do because everyone listens to Court Malloy for some reason. And then he tells her that she's never going to have to worry about seeing a naked man ever again because he's she doesn't have she's not working for Randy Carville anymore. She's working for him now. Uh He's going (laughs) to I'm I'm fucking serious when I say that these men are toxic. I mean it. (laughs)
0: you work for me now
1: exactly fuck your dreams
2: fuck your needs how's that work? work from you work, a, you work for from me from now employment status uh <laughs> perspective because it's like well i signed a w4 with. i was gonna say is, that,
0: <laughs> is this an i9 thing do i <laughs> under the table
2: yeah do i get benefits
0: so, with you too or? well there are
2: benefits
1: <laughs> i just don't know if they're the one she's looking for um <laughs> dental <laughs>
2: in some form yes
1: uh (laughs) uh, do you mean oral um no dental no dental (laughs) um so he says that he will pay her quadruple whatever it is that she is being paid for her uh internship and he will give her his first exclusive interview if she will come and be his assistant it's the only job he can think of it's the only job he can think of that she could possibly like qualify for. You're my assistant now, um, <laughs> and and he will literally launch her career and make her financially comfortable as long as she works for him and comes home with him immediately.
0: Yeah, it it, it this sounds a the terrible idea. <laughs> yes, but B wildly just improbable. But okay, let's go.
2: You know, I, I don't know what the Astros uh, clubhouse is like, but I know at my job, we every year have to do a seminar where they teach us that a quid pro quo, which is what that sounds like, is very, very against the law. So, oh, hell yeah. Yes. I don't know what no, this is all. <laughs> <what that's- laughs>
0: yeah. I don't think that, uh, I don't think Jim Crane, owner of the real life Astros, I think he's got enough on his plate. I, I think he's had enough shit to go through in the last couple of years. He doesn't need this.
1: No. <laughs> No, absolutely not. Um, but she agrees and she agrees because as is always the case in a Jessica Kane book on looking upon this man, she is getting horny for the first time in her life.
2: <laughs> she's oh. like
1: what's going on with my body? Why do I feel all hot and bothered? I, this is am I all right? Is everything what is going on right now? Like she understands physical anatomy, she's never had sex, she is a virgin mm. and she's never been horny. <laughs>
0: I feel that I I mean, I felt that way the first time I saw Matt Olson,
1: but (laughs) Matt Olson and do I need to be worried
0: Matt Olson is Matt Olson is the guy that was on. I was watching some video of of baseball highlights on YouTube and he was on the screen when you asked, are all baseball players ridiculously handsome?
1: Honestly, I don't remember what that guy looks like now. Um. Oh,
0: well, I'll, I'll I'll put it up on the socials. I'll, I'll find a good picture of Mr. Olsen so everybody can understand. I'd say I, he's. I think he, I, in my personal uh, bisexual opinion, he's probably the best looking baseball player. But I mean, oh, they're yeah. all
2: he's, he's pretty. He plays for the Braves, a... though.
0: So yeah. I know, but he was with he was with Oakland for a long time. But anyway
1: but anyway um he also during this this initial conversation calls her little girl for the first time and she just just like panty meltingly (laughs) she's so into it and she doesn't understand why um so they they go they drive to his house like she next next chapter she's in his truck they're driving to his secluded ranch in texas with a man she has just met yeah Uh, (laughs) 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 making bad choices all the way around pippa but while they're on their way, she's like staring out the window and contemplating. She's she's wondering, A, why Court is more interested in her pleasure than his own. Um, mm-hmm. guess, don't don't worry go, about that one. Go with it. <laughs> and two, why she gets tingles in her down there every time oh, no. uh, he calls her little girl. Um, and why she's so comfortable with the power dynamic of being domed, even though she has literally no idea.
0: So she's questioning this. Mm-hmm. Okay. At least we got that going for us.
1: Um, when they get to his house he opens the door for her he undoes her seatbelt this is shockingly sexy um undoing her seatbelt is yeah um and he carries her inside his like giant rich guy house yeah i'm serious he gets her up to the front porch she takes her top off she just like titties to the wind um they have this super hot make out but she she pushes him back she's like i'm here to get an interview um (laughs)
0: This is it.
2: Um, hey, the job is the most important part. Seriously. Right? Hey, um, any
0: anything for a scoop? <laughs> am I right? Anything for a scoop? I'm kidding. That is wildly unethical. Don't do I that. I imagine she's doing the
2: baby voice the whole time too. Oh, up God. until the moment where she goes, okay, interview now.
1: Interview now. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I don't know if there's specifically baby voice. Like, it's not really it's not really mentioned. But because they because her female. <sighs> characters are always so small i just imagine they have really high pitched yeah are you proud of your accomplishments (laughs) i can't do it oh (laughs) um so uh she goes inside his house he's got this like fuck off rich guy house he owns this big ranch um with a bunch of land and uh he takes her out to the backyard and immediately gets naked he's like if you want to get this interview you're gonna have to do it while i'm in the hot tub because it's post game And I'm like, I'm in
2: recovery now?
0: I threw one inning. (laughs) I'm exhausted.
2: Those those three batters I faced in that shutout were really uh, (laughs) good. Really drained me.
0: Now it's your turn.
2: At at some (laughs) (laughs) No!
1: Why'd you do that? (laughs) At some point during this chapter, she... Calls his, this is a new segment I would like to include in this show from now on, and Matt, welcome to the very first edition of That's a Weird Thing to Call a Dick, because instead of just calling it his dick, she calls it the thick root of his manhood.
0: <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, wow. Now, uh, now, listen, listen, points for creativity, but I have never once, <laughs> <laughs> never not once looked at my dick and thought, root. <laughs>
1: it's a very common one it's a common one root or trunk are two really common ones in um huh. yeah in romance world because we don't we don't always use the words the actual dirty words you know Um uh, like i said yeah. last it would week get a little or, plain if you have to go. say
2: penis every time yeah well i mean it's usually, clinical
1: it's usually cock or dick yeah um pussy or cunt but um in romance novels even though we're talking about some of the filthiest shit that people can do to each other we just don't use the words we yep. use other words yep. for whatever reason that is that is starting to go away thank god some modern contemporary romances they just do away with that this now but
0: steely length
1: length is so common so common or they'll describe it as like a dick is like steel wrapped in velvet or something fucking yeah. weird like that oh god it's yeah. so strange um so back okay back to our story um in the hot tub they get in the hot tub together uh pippa strips down to just her panties and again with the little girl stuff she's wearing like a tiny little pair of white underwear with a little white or a little pink rosebud stitched right onto the front naturally um, which is literally underwear i owned when i was like seven so uh um <laughs> but we're not going to get too into that uh they decide to do this interview with her straddling him super professional like you do yeah. no recording device no notes i remember the time
0: bob Costas <laughs> straddled dave stewart after the 89 <laughs> world series best fucking interview i've ever seen just right into each other's eyes
1: uh well <laughs> uh, this interview while being just you know super unethical and really horny is also a uh, really deep So court tells her that he was raised by a foster father that his foster father is the one who fostered the love of pitching in him that he would after they did all their chore on the ranch every day they'd go to the barn and he'd throw balls for hours and um his his foster father is the one who finally convinced him to go out for an open tryout for the astros and boom he's an all-star pitcher wow uh, yeah yeah yeah, no No minor leagues.
0: No nothing. Straight
1: to straight to being an Astro. Uh, Does this just, take place in contemporary times? No. Yes.
0: Okay. Maybe. No. I mean... It's not
1: I, like they give a time frame. It's just that nebulous time that books yeah. sometimes take place in. Yeah,
0: well, yeah and I, I, I know what you're driving at, Matt, which is like back in the olden days, maybe.
2: I, and back in the olden days, I could imagine a, a very important closing pitcher uh pulling this thing with a with a reporter i guess <laughs> yeah but, well, back uh, in the olden
1: days a female reporter wouldn't have existed so oh,
0: also, <laughs> oh <man>.
2: yeah <laughs> no a i, I meant more like
0: you, you that is not how baseball player pro- professional baseball players become professional baseball players you're either drafted out of high school or college or if you're from another country you are signed from the international pool you do not just go uh <laughs> try out i'm just they have those yeah no they technically do if you go to any major league baseball team's website and look they will tell you they have tryout information and they will show you who has tried out and they'll give them like their 20 to 80 grades and it's always a bunch of dudes that are like arm strength 30 you know like not (laughs) not very good uh I'm, i'm just presenting this as a little bit of color for how it would actually go irl
2: okay well, in, in, <laughs> oh, okay.
0: You just patted me moved, on the head with that. Okay, we moved
2: past that a long time well, ago. In oh, this okay. world,
1: Court Malloy was a farm boy who showed up to an open tryout and became an all-star closer. like
0: an Sid orphan, an orphan, an orphan, an
2: orphan farm an, an orphan, boy, an yes.
0: orphan farm boy <laughs> becomes an all-star pitcher. Okay, I'm in. Let's go. All right.
1: So this in, the interview um, ends with him saying that the reason that he is in his slump now is because his foster father passed away. Aw. Yeah, it's sad, and then he fingers her, so it's not sad for (laughs) long. (laughs)
2: Uh, Oh, and the slump was
0: over. (laughs) Little, a little grief, uh, grief grief-induced finger banging will do do you good. Jesus, I'm gonna try try that move.
1: two babies i can't laugh this hard about pissing a little okay um <laughs> <laughs> so he fingers her she calls him daddy and then she asks like it's it's completely spontaneous she calls him daddy and then she asks if it's wrong that she did that and he uh tells her that he's never been in a kink relationship before but anything this feels that feels this good can't possibly be bad all right um uh <laughs> She experiences her first orgasm. I wrote here, uh, Pippa, Pippa is eager and sensitive, as only a romance heroine can be. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: her first orgasm is, no surprise, completely revelatory. Um, the dirty talk in this scene is also top-notch. J- Jessica Kane writes great dirty talk. If Ooh. you guys are ever like wondering how to talk to your wives in bed.
2: Um,
0: uh, no, I'm, I think I'm pretty good. Or, or am I finding this no. <laughs> out?
1: <laughs> no, I am not talking about that on our podcast. No.
0: Okay. Matt, go get your wife. <laughs>
1: She'll be so pissed. Um, okay, so that, that scene's over. She has not... <laughs> um, she worries that she has not properly assessed this situation. Go fucking figure, out. No oh, shit. And, uh, and that um, court will leave her once they've had sex and he won't care anymore. So instead of continuing with the sex acts, um, she asks to go back to the interview instead. So they go... They, I think they put clothes on. I'm not entirely clear on whether they put their clothes back on. They go back inside of his house, and she asks for a tour, uh, and he takes her down into his basement, uh, (laughs) um, where he has a full size baseball diamond in the basement. Yeah, in the basement. basement. It's not. He says it's not quite full sized, but the distance from the mound to home plate is correct.
0: That's good. Oh, that's only sixty feet six inches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: And uh, he has like a batting cage and everything because he
2: also hits. Sure. In the American League team, the Astros, their closing pitcher should absolutely hit. Yeah, totally. So she asks him
1: about his hitting, and uh, here's another little baseball fact to uh, make you guys' brains explode. He has the best batting average for a closer in history.
0: Well, that's a very low bar to clear. I don't
1: really know what exactly that would be. Uh, but Court Malloy, all-around fantastic player, all-star closer with the best batting average in baseball. I
0: see Matt's got his research face on. Due. i need to know i need to know i i i really hope it's uh willie hernandez i really do it's probably not though uh,
2: well here's the thing they only rank him for eras <laughs> because they so... don't
0: hit um normally but in this world let's just go with it let's sure. just assume yeah. that he's uh the proto shohei
1: protohei protohei <laughs> Pro- <laughs> um so uh she asks another question. I can't remember what it is. It's not important. Um, And then he offers to give her one more question if she'll kiss him. It's like this epically hot kiss. And she asks who, if, if, who, if anyone, he does not like pitching against. And he says the fuckwad cowards who lean into his breaking ball because they're too afraid to hit it. So enjoy that baseball thing, boys.
0: Sure. <laughs> I'll, I've leaned into several curveballs. I don't give a shit. He
1: uh he tries to get down and dirty and she sidesteps it by asking if she can use the batting cage because historically she tried to play baseball as a child and she quit after after losing the bat for the third time and concussing the third kid <laughs> like she's just really bad at it
0: you gotta get some pine tar in that thing
1: um so uh he takes her into the batting cage they do that you know rom-com movie thing where he holds her from behind and helps her hit Yep. And she hits her first ever ball. She makes perfect contact. He adjusts her stance and stuff. It's, it's wonderful. And in celebration, he eats her out on home plate. Oh, great.
0: <laughs> again. Again. This interview
2: is going so well. So good, this is right? the best
0: interview ever. It's going very well. But again, I want to see this IRL. I want to see Juan Soto just mash a massive home run and then come home and then one of his teammates blow him
1: oh my god I would pay money I would pay <laughs> real money to see that happen yeah um so he he eats her out on on home plate uh which is just the most incredible visual image to me for I don't know why just whatever reason I think it's hilarious and then he they, then they have sex uh and she she's literally coming the entire time he's fucking her I don't not a, not a not a thing I think the human body can do necessarily. Sounds but... like another
0: record that Court Malloy's <laughs> <laughs> longest continuous orgasm given to a intern. By a closing pitcher. By a closing <laughs> pitcher. <picture laughs> before the age of thirty-three.
1: Uh, he's thirty-three now, so before the age of forty-four, oh. I guess. <laughs> there you go. That night he uh she takes she takes a nap
0: but i should fucking, I fucking hope, hope so yeah she would take a <laughs> nap but court
1: can't sleep so he makes some sandwiches he brings them up they sort of eat in bed and they have this cute little conversation it's i mean it's not it is a romance we are trying to build a little bit of actual relationship okay relationship growth into 43 pages um when half yeah. of them are sex so um she asks him if he tried to find his birth parents he said yes but they didn't want to um because it's like, you know, when you do like a closed adoption it has to be a two sided inquiry. So if the, the other party hasn't made the inquiry, you'll never mm-hmm. meet them. And then he said it's probably better that they didn't because he's rich now and he never knows what people want from him. He just assumes everyone just wants money from him.
0: Very valid concern.
1: Yes,
2: um, he didn't seem as concerned when he took this uh, small woman home. Though. No, he didn't. <laughs> he
1: did not seem at all concerned about giving her as much money as necessary.
0: I was gonna say. I mean, he he had no. I he. I'm sure the vetting process that he went through in his brain all for all of ten seconds did not include legal fees.
1: <laughs> well, it doesn't. So. He he, she she tells him that she she feels bad that she is one of those people now because he's given her money to do something. And uh, he tells her that he can use she can use him financially as much as she wants, as long as she stays with him forever. (laughs) I know it's so healthy. You guys, this relationship is so strong and it's built on a great foundation.
0: (laughs) I'm really glad you set us up at the beginning to let (laughs) us know because we always make it a point here Matt to point out that we're not we're we're taking the piss sort of but we're never like mocking or making fun of any of this that said wow yes this is wildly toxic oh
1: god this not, is again not, an not an the worst relationship. one relationship not the worst one um Jessica and, no we're not getting into that uh <laughs> we can talk about that later if we want we're gonna finish this story first um <laughs> so they fuck again Mm-hmm. Uh, because of course they do. Uh, Pippa learns to ride, good for her. They're spanking, daddy talk, and uh, Pippa discovers the glory of the G spot, good for her. No, oh, that's so Did nice. Did she
2: need to? She's already come so much.
1: I know. Well, technically, she's only come twice so far. But,
0: but for like, but for so long. so long,
1: yeah. Um, but everybody needs to discover the G spot. Yep. Everybody, it's 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 fun yeah. for the whole team. Um, <laughs> um. So they go to sleep. The next morning, Pippa wakes up alone because Court has already had to go to the stadium to do whatever he does before a game. It's game day again Mm -hmm. uh, because athletes play several games in a row, several days in a row, sometimes twice in one day. I don't understand it, you people.
2: Not closers usually.
1: But...
0: <laughs> no, no. Usually they're unavailable after they. Usually they don't pitch for at least two days after they threw one inning.
1: Oh, well, I don't know if Court threw the previous day.
0: No, he might not have.
1: I don't know. I know That's that he's true. throwing That's today
2: though.
0: Right. Okay. But you do. But and they you know also, that in
2: advance. of the Yeah. Game. yeah.
0: <laughs> they know that they're going to be up by at least three runs in the bottom of the ninth, uh, and they're going to need their closer to get the save. They already know that. It's pre. It's the, it, it, wow. Jessica Kane is breaking it wide open mlb to put pre- it, to predetermined
2: put it in perspective the mets have a closer named edwin diaz who has a little theme song and they hired the guy that plays the theme song to play <laughs> it live. i love timmy yep. trumpet uh yeah um, yeah narco but- narco is one of felix our, our son's favorite songs yeah hell yeah but so when timmy trumpet came to city field the mets weren't in a safe situation so diaz didn't come out oh. and so they're like uh do you want to come back tomorrow? And then, <laughs> then he did play. But oh, it's one of that's those nice. You can't really predict when a closer is going to come pitch.
0: No. But on the plus side, as Kate mentioned, baseball players, major league baseball teams play 162 games a year. Uh, the next closest would be the NBA and the NHL both play 82. Okay. And then the NFL plays 17 that's
1: a lot of games. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah,
2: football. That makes
0: once that makes a w- sense. Once, once a week. week yeah. It's harder on the body. Harder way, on, yeah. way. harder on the way brain. harder on the body.
1: Well, and yeah. you
2: got the playoffs and the Super Bowl and all. Of oh yeah. The superb superb owl. Out of all of this, I'm so hung up on the closer thing. <laughs> no, beca- be- if he because was it, a
0: starter it make more sense. It goes completely contrary to everything you and I understand. Yeah. But this is not. This is not. We are strangers in a strange land right now. We have to just sort of go with it.
1: Oh, yeah. Welcome. L- allow <laughs> me to show you around. It gets so much weirder. Let's um, do it. <laughs> uh, so she wakes up. She's got a note from court on her pillow that says that he has hired a car to take her to the stadium and he's gotten her a ticket in, I, I call it the WAG box. I don't actually know what it's called, but I just think of it as the WAG box because that's how I know it from several mm-hmm. hockey romances yeah, that I've read.
0: They, they do have a wives, wives and girlfriend section. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, oh. So.
2: That was, a, <laughs> she, that was an acronym oh sorry <laughs> wags yeah,
1: yeah wives and girlfriends there's a fantastic book that i read a series of books that i read him us and epic it's a gay gay hockey another gay hockey romance um where uh one of the guys and is the first uh husband in the wag box it's kind of cute that that was oh, a really i can't wait to
0: i can't wait to hear about that one too oh
1: i i i could read that for you as well or i'll just tell you about it mm. i've i've read it three times it's really good
2: nice. um in light of everything going around with the NHL and like yeah. being super anti LGBT, yeah, and be yeah, healthy to for, have them learn about it. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, wait, wait, real quick, just as an aside, the one, that we, the, the one that we were talking about earlier, it's about two dudes on the same team who hook up before a game and they win. And so, because they're so, such superstitious hockey players, <laughs> they feel like they have to do the same exact thing before every game so they continue to win. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear it. All right, please continue on this podcast on this
1: podcast for the story we're currently telling yeah um so she (laughs) while she's getting um while she's getting ready she turns on the tv and she sees a couple of like espn talking heads talking about court and his season-long slump and she decides that she doesn't want to be one of those people who is talking about him in the press so she's going to scrap the interview Uh, and she will make her career for herself. She's not going to take advantage of this situation to build her career any other way. And uh, because this is a Jessica Kane book, the one thing I will say for these men is that as toxic as they are, they're always very supportive of their ladies. So he'll support her in all of this um, and all of her choices. She rushes to the stadium, and she decides that she's not going to go to the box, as her ticket says she's going to go down to uh, the stands right by the bullpen. And uh, Court sees her and he pulls her into the bullpen over the over the rail into the bullpen. She tells him that she loves him. He tells her that he loves her right back because they've known each other for less than 24 hours. But this is yeah. romance world. Yeah. OK. And uh, the the whole stadium erupts when they kiss <laughs> like the whole thing. A, a Big epic romance moment that is completely unearned in this case. And uh, that day, Court's slump officially ends because Yay. someone in the stadium loves him again. Good for Court. Good for Court.
0: I'm going to add another picture. So, in addition to the picture of Matt Olson, I'm going to add a picture of the the bullpens at Minute Maid Park in Houston, so we can get a real good mental picture. I'm <laughs> <laughs> being that serious. Like, so feet yeah. up in the air. Yeah, right? that he yeah.
2: Reach I, up and grab a human <laughs> being and bring them <laughs> down.
0: Yep. I I want people to understand. How ridiculous this actually would look like would look in real life i'm i i, I love it I, i'm a sucker for I, I i love i mean bull durham's one of my favorite movies of all time it's a great romance it, it buried in all the baseball so I, I i get it but that's just wildly impractical and so high
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, she probably should have just jumped or something. But yeah. th- 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 that information is not necessary in romance world. All we need to know <laughs> is that he pulled her over the rail and kissed her while he spun around in a circle and told her that he loved her and the whole stadium yeah. went fucking wild. I That's all we need to know. I
0: don't care how far off the ground that is. What's his dick look like? Uh, large and in charge there you go
2: you know there was a proposal at dodger stadium the other day where the guy ran out onto the field got down on a knee put the ring out and she the girl was like oh my god yes yes oh my god and right as he was standing up to ho- hopefully jump back into the stands i don't know uh security guard just absolutely obliterates him, <laughs> him on the ground. he's still on his knees so he just, oh my he god just that's awful he got oh, that's, that's how it would go in real life probably <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, there? So I don't. I was gonna say, Court is is in this world established as being the like most important man on the team, and gets away with whatever he wants.
0: Back up. That's Court's love of his life. He met yesterday.
1: Case in point, there is an epilogue. There's always an epilogue. Good in every Jessica Kane book. Uh, One year later, Court fucks Pippa in the private room that he requires in order to do this exact thing before every game because this is his superstition he needs to have sex with his wife on the property Oh, they got married right before the ga- yes they got married okay. of course they got married um hey, it's, his, it's it. his pre-game ritual now <laughs> they have just dirty filthy sex in a room that is specifically for court to have sex with his wife in yeah. because it's just required
0: <laughs> all right right the, just the, written the, his the, contract has got
1: the
2: fuck room
0: janitorial hates going to clean court's <laughs> fuck hut yuck <laughs> <laughs> So
2: she Yuck. went from having aspirations of 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 being a baseball journalist to just sex worker for a uh, a closing pitcher, I guess. Mary, no, no. Uh, so uh, five
1: there's a five years later as well. Uh, oh, good. Pippa and Court now have two children. Okay. Uh, because that's always how the how Kane books ends. They uh, they always have kids uh, almost immediately. And one year after his retirement from baseball, he is now being inducted into the Hall of Fame. At the presser, he uh, he looks out to his wife, who is in the crowd of reporters because she is also a reporter. Oh, so she's still reporting a... on this? Okay, yeah, reporting on his she induction into the work. Hall of Fame.
0: She did. That seems like a conflict of interest.
1: Why? I mean, she doesn't cover him.
0: Oh, that's fair. All right, never mind.
1: I, I'm sure a sports journalist could be married she to just an athlete. Cobra's that's town. yeah,
0: There's okay, something else. All right,
1: anything else? Maybe she just uh, she covers the National League. No, she
0: covers him all. Right. <laughs>
1: So, so, uh, as court is looking down, he, uh, he probably gets an erection or something and is just loving his wife in this like big halo of light that it's, that's how these books always end. These men are toxic as fuck. They make terrible choices, but they love, they love yeah. their ladies. Yeah. Dedicated, obsessive mm. to the point, like I said, was going to say earlier, but I stopped myself. Jessica Kane wrote a whole series of stalker books. Books about men who stalk yeah well i mean a, a and very popular
0: netflix series you. you
1: actually stalker romances are huge huge on book talk which i'm just now getting really getting into there's a there's a really popular dark romance called haunting adeline which is about a guy stalking the woman and they end up together hmm. they always do but dark romances and and books like this which jessicane books aren't necessarily dark dark romances um maybe more like a heather gray sort of romance (laughs) um
0: pastel black
1: pastel black yeah this isn't black this is dark charcoal heather
0: (laughs) (laughs) best brett goldstein impression i
1: can't do a brett goldstein impression to save my life although i will say that brett goldstein is who i pictured for court malloy okay okay in in case specifically roy kent yeah growly angry but
0: sweet but that's but that's kind of your thing anyway it really is Hi, I'm her husband.
2: Hi. Let's <laughs> say so he might be a little short to reach over that <laughs> thirteen.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, he does strike me as being like maybe like five ten ish. I don't. I, I don't know for me five nine. But anyway.
1: Yeah, I don't know. So that that is the end of our book. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me.
0: <laughs> well, and, and <laughs> we were all happy to come on this journey, but not nearly as much as Pippo.
1: Oh, yeah. Nobody, nobody was as happy as Pippo was through this entire book.
0: I, I Because of the way my brain works, it's going to drive me nuts unless I point it out. Court Malloy would not be inducted into the Hall of Fame one year after he finished his career. You have to no. wait five years from the end of your career. Again, I'm, not, I'm, just, I'm just pointing that out as color for you folks they out there who might a, not be baseball fans.
2: They did a five years later. They could have just been like, he retired that year, and then five years later got inducted.
1: Let me double check. Yeah, I mean, maybe,
0: <laughs> maybe we were maybe we we're a little off on that. Maybe, maybe we I were didn't... just trying to, like, figure out some stuff in our heads, and we kind yeah. of missed that uh, sort of thing. But, yeah, no, I, again, normally you'd have to wait five years. I think nope. that,
1: Only one year after retirement, I'm being inducted into the Hall of Fame. He's doing good. There just
0: been exceptions. I cannot
1: stress how much the details do not matter in a book like this.
0: I am fully aware. I know that this detail does not matter. I am simply trying to, again, use my baseball knowledge to paint a little picture for the listeners who might be uh, not as baseball savvy as Matt and myself. I do believe Roberto Clemente was inducted uh, like a less than a year after, but he he died very tragically um, in a plane crash delivering oh, yeah. um, uh, aid to I I can't I can't remember if it was Dominican or Puerto Rico, but he very famously died um, and was inducted almost immediately. I, mm-hmm. it, and there might be another couple ones as well, but uh, yeah, but yes, I am no fully aware. Malloy, Details I mean. don't. He's no Court Malloy. No, fuck no.
1: There's only one Court Malloy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, by the sounds I'm of it, happy. thank God.
2: I'm happy that Pippa uh, eventually became a career woman. Like after yeah. all of that, like, yeah, she kind of traded tricks and, and worked this thing. Then that kind of happened. But you know what? At the end of the story, she's got a job. She's, she's doing what she wanted to do when she set out. And the journey there didn't really matter.
1: No, it didn't. It was the journey to find love, not the journey to get a job, really, exactly. at the end of the day. She, um, as all Jessica Haynes female leads do has a dedication in her life outside of the man that she's sleeping with and she accomplishes that goal how she got there is not really important it's always usually in the in the epilogue right Mm. but um it's it's wonderful either way i mean again this is this is a very compact fantasy
0: Oh, yeah. No, it went fast.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. They go so fast, so fast, especially when half the book is sex and I'm not going to like read all the dirty stuff on the show. You just sort of skip over that part that, you know, then he fingers her is actually three pages to five pages of material.
0: Oh, okay, Jeez. Oh, show off. <laughs> Fingering for five <laughs> pages worth of time. It's
1: all about like like hyper descriptive Physical feelings and emotions take a long time yeah. to actually put on a page and like yeah, get no, no, through.
0: No. So, no, absolutely, I could, I, I could never, I could never do what these writers do. I know it. I mean, I could, I, I could write. I have written, but this type, this type of material, I, I just couldn't do it. I mean, me personally, I'd, man, give it a go. Wow, we're this is the storms that were yeah. blowing in over the lake. Yeah, we got thunder and lightning out. coming, uh, coming through here. And I was like, "Oh no! What if the power goes out?" And it's on a laptop. Everything's running off the laptop. So yeah, and we're at the we're end fine. of our episode anyway. So yeah, uh, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll be totally fine. And we are at the end of the episode. And we and are. and thank thank you so much for being our first guest.
2: Absolutely, this was so fun. This is such a pleasure. Thank you guys.
0: Yeah, and we're, we'll do it. We'll do it like an exchange, like a podcast exchange program where
2: <laughs> I'll come on your show.
1: Yeah.
0: She'll she'll come Absolutely. on the show, and, and and we'll figure out a reason for you to. We don't need a reason, but we'll figure out, you know, some angle to 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 bring you in on.
2: We're going to put Court Malloy in MLB The Show and uh, sim his whole career and see how many of <laughs> Oh, yeah. After. Yeah. Please do. Please sim I'll, Court Malloy. I'll get, that's I'll
0: get, hilarious. I'll get right on that as soon as we're done.
1: So that's all I have for our story today. Is there anything else that you guys want to discuss with regards to the story or any questions about?
0: I, I mean, I've got so many questions. But... <laughs> Uh, well, just
1: ask one then. No,
2: no, that's fine. Okay.
0: I, I Matt, do you have anything you you want to you want to contribute or add before we before we put the bow on this bad boy?
2: No, I'm good. I I appreciate that. That was. I feel so informed now. I feel... oh
0: yeah. If if <laughs> go go if, if you have the time, go back and listen uh, to uh, our uh, episodes on baby and the late night howlers, oh. and you'll and you'll learn all about the alpha beta omega uh, trope. Uh, oh. Which st- which started with the with the Winchesters in yeah, Supernatural, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, it,
1: it was just... it was uh, originally a, a fan fiction prompt yeah. for Supernatural fan fiction, and now it is its entire own subgenre genre or trope yeah. in romance world.
0: And, and it's not what you think. It's not. It's not like oh, this guy's an alpha, this guy's a beta. No, alphas, male alphas have fist sized flesh knots at the base of their penis. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> what I. Face. That's the look I made. <laughs>
1: ask that's, your wife if she's ever read an omega verse novel yeah <laughs> that's
0: the uh, first
2: question i'm asking
1: <laughs> i want to know what she reads i really do
0: i i, I will I, i'll i'll talk to him and we'll find
1: Yay. out okay <laughs> get but the list. yeah there's, there's so much that it could be just about anything but i i love it all so i just want to know if yeah. you're
0: if you're curious to know what Matt and I do uh, vis-a-vis the podcasting world, you can find our podcast. It's called Put Me In Coach. It's on all the pod- podcasting platforms. It comes out weekly. Uh, Matt does an amazing job of getting that thing turned around every week. He handles the productions uh, on that podcast, while I handle handle the production on this podcast. Um, does great work with the Bone Con, uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, and it's it's a blast. So if you're if you're curious about baseball, we try to keep it. Very stat light. And we try to focus more on the sport and the fun and the stories of it. What what do you think about it, Matt?
2: It's newcomer to baseball friendly. Like I like to say, it's like we're baseball fans. But if you're new to baseball, we're trying to make you a baseball fan. So we're not going to get too in the weeds on anything. We want anybody to feel like they can listen and appreciate the sport as much as we do.
0: Yeah, and and Katie, you, you do listen. You...
2: I do. I listen every week. Yep. Really? And she said, I just listened to your new episode today. Yeah,
0: and she said it was really, it was, it was. It was one of our better episodes. It was so really good. We're, we're getting in there. We're getting into the groove. So, d- dude, thank you so much. Have a, a wonderful anniversary. I'm not going to pester thank you, you with, with any weird Reddit links uh, all, all <laughs> That's weekend. That's your bone con. <laughs> Uh, exactly. So I'll, I'll I'll handle it. Don't you worry about that. Go have some fun. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Katie, you want to put this bad boy to bed?
1: Absolutely. Uh, first of all, next week. Oh, that's right. As our teaser. Next week, uh, I am reading the fantastic, because I've already started it, Latte Darling by S.J. Tilly. That's where we're going to talk about what a daddy kink looks like when it's not a toxic situation.
0: Oh Uh, because it's
1: going to be some of the some similar content well good
0: well i'm looking forward to it
1: but i specifically picked this book which is i believe the second book in the lake darling series by s.j tilly because of its primary trope its primary trope is age gap so we're going to be talking about age gaps next week but uh just to clear any like gross feelings that anybody has about this one our heroine is 31. so it won't feel so creepy Be kind of like our age gap yes a little bit 10 years yes But in the meantime, I've had a wonderful time and I'm really glad that we are done now because I want to go sit down and play video games. And you, listener out there, if you've got a book in you, write it. And if there's fucking in it, I'll read it.
0: And then she'll come on this podcast and explain it to me for your entertainment.
1: Have a great night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.